0: Welcome to the second episode of the City of Ember discussion podcast here. This is the Middle School Book Club. I'm Mr. Mattingly. I am joined by my trusty co-host. Sophia. And? Julian. We are going to be talking about chapters two through six. We are not joined by Jacoby. Uh, What was the explanation for Jacoby being gone today?
1: I had to eliminate him for
0: classified reasons. Mm, of guess. course, yes. So hopefully he gets uneliminated by uh, next week. So chapters two through six, we've decided to organize this episode a little differently this time. Uh, we've each chosen a short passage about Lena and a passage about Dune and another random passage that we found interesting, and we'll talk about those. So which one of you guys wants to start? Okay, what passage did you pick about Lena, Julian? Uh,
1: the, the one where she's on the, uh, on the tower dancing at people yeah. on page 37. People gathered until a crowd was standing on the steps of the gathering hall. They see me, Lena thought, and it made her laugh. She waved at the crowd, did a few steps from the bugfoot scurry dance, which she would learned at the clove- clothing dance day, and they laughed and shouted some more.
0: Why did you pick that one? What does that tell us about? Because she danced at
1: random people on top of the mayor's, like, building. She's very curious because she went into a mayor's, like, the mayor's, like, building. Yeah. And just, just went through everywhere mm-hmm. up to the top and then started dancing at people. So she's sort of... Extroverted. Yeah. And, like... Extroverted. Curious. Yeah. Kind of brave. I wouldn't yeah. dance at people.
0: Right. She seems to not really care if people think of her in any particular way. She's just very much herself, you know. There's also an element of, like, she doesn't understand danger a little bit. Like, she's, she's standing there on top of the roof. She's and like she's, a
2: blonde in horror movies.
0: <laughs> a little bit. She, like, doesn't know that maybe she shouldn't be up here and goofing around while everybody's looking at her. No,
1: because she said she expected to be caught, but no one got her. No one went over there to get her. She said that.
0: So I guess she's just brave. She's like, I don't care. I'm just going to do what I want up here. Sophie, what Lena passage did you pick?
2: It's on page 28, and it says... She bent over the book of the city of Ember and read a few sentences. The citizens of Ember may not have luxuries, but the foresight of the builders who filled the storerooms at the beginning of the time has ensured that they will always have enough, and enough is all a person of wisdom needs. And then it says she flipped a few pages. So that shows that she's a very curious person. She kind of wants to know more about the town.
0: Mm-hmm. I was noticing the exact same things. She's in this messenger role, and she's really taking all that's worth out of it. She's getting all the information she wants. She's seeing all these parts of the city. When she comes across a book, she's like, I'm going to read this book a little bit. You book. know, I think a lot of people, if that don't have that curious character trait, would be like, I don't really care about that book. I'm not going to look at it. If
2: that I saw of... it, I'd read the whole
0: thing. I, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to flip through. like, What other crazy stuff does this book say? Um, All right, the Lena thing that I chose, on page 25, it said, no one had ever gone far into the unknown regions, or at least no one had gone far and returned, and no one had ever arrived in Ember from the unknown regions either. As far as anyone knew, the darkness did go on forever. Still, Lena wanted the other city to exist. In her imagination, it was so beautiful, and it seemed so real. Sometimes she longed to go there and take everyone in Ember with her. What do you guys think about this passage here? What, what, why is this significant? Julian, what do you think?
1: It shows that she's like a lot more curious and wants to see everything and take everyone with her.
0: Yeah, and it's like, we've talked about her being curious, but I also think there's this element here of she's a bit of a, like a dreamer. You know, she has this this hope to her as well. Like there must be more to the world and I hope there is. And she has this fantasy in her head about what it could be. Okay. So that's Lena. Do we want to mention any other things about Lena in our discussion here before we move on to Dune?
2: No.
0: Okay. Dune. Uh, let's go around the circle in the same order. Julian, what's your Dune passage?
1: I picked 47, which is when he gets really mad that like, he, he can't figure the thing out. After a few m- minutes, Dune left. He was hor- horrified all his life. If he had studied how things work, it was one of his favorite things to do. He could take apart an old watch and put it back together exactly how it had been. And then it just talks about... Yeah. Like, but I like the part where it says he was, like, horrified. Why? Because it shows that he was, like, very confident in his his ways that he thought he could fix it. Like, Mm. he basically got humbled by looking at the machine.
0: Yeah. Isn't it funny how no one knows how that machine works? Yeah. It, why why do you think that is? Why do you think no one knows how to work this thing?
2: Well, some they people... They just weren't told. Some people don't... Probably some people in there don't even know what, like, sand is.
0: Right. They've been so sheltered their whole like life. Like an attack right? on Titan. It, How's it like or, that?
1: Or, like, um... The Promised Neverland. Because... One of the things that the main characters in Attack on Titan want to do is they read in the book about what, what an ocean is, and they were like, what? Yeah. That's not, that doesn't
0: seem to be real. There's tons of stuff in our world today that if I had to recreate it myself in some sort of apocalyptic setting, I wouldn't know how to do that. I don't know how electricity works. Like, I mean, I get the, under, I, I understand it, but I couldn't recreate it. I couldn't make a, a microwave oven. You know, I couldn't. Um, like, uh,
2: you could I couldn't make Walmart. a light bulb.
0: If I had to make a light bulb off of just like my own knowledge, I couldn't do it. Could you? But I was just thinking about that with this book. Is these people that are living in this town after what must have been some sort of apocalypse or something? They, they lost all the knowledge of all of humanity, right? And now they don't know how to do the things that they're relying on, like this generator and stuff like that. So. Uh, what did you pick for Dune?
2: So, on page 33, so the girl, Arlen, says, You stay right here and wait until I get back, she said as she left. If you wander around, you'll get lost. And then, but Dune set out as she disappeared. Using his map, he found his way back to the main tunnel, then hurried to the east end. He wasn't going to wait for any special permission to <laughs> see the generator. He was pretty sure he could find a way to get in, and on his own, he did.
0: <laughs> I think that tells us a lot about Dune. What would you say?
2: He's not the type to just be like, I don't care if you give me permission or not, I'm gonna do it.
0: Right, yeah. He just is, I'm not gonna wait around, I'm here on a mission. He's
2: impatient.
0: Yeah. I was impressed by how quickly he went on his mission. I figured it'd be like his first day, and he'd be like, I'm just gonna learn the ropes and, and be cool on the first day. He was like, no, I'm going in, I'm trying to find out everything immediately. Julian, what did you think of Dune? Did you have any reactions to things Dune was doing? No, it was the first very day? expected to me. <laughs> yeah. How else would we describe doing? is he a thing I would do? He, is he a good person?
2: Yeah, How's I mean, he he wants to help everyone. He wants to be the hero. Yeah, but he's also kind of toxic in that way. How so? Because he wants to be the one to save them. He doesn't want anyone else to. He wants to be the main character, which is kind of a narcissistic trait. I think. I think Have you of. gotten
0: that sense, Julian? That he's there's a bit of a toxic thing to him. That he's yeah, being I like. Selfish?
2: He's narcissistic. He
1: like I feel like he wants to like be more. He wants
0: to be someone who he wants to be the main more. character. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't get that sense. I thought I think that he is just upset that someone's pulling their leg, you know, the mayor isn't being truthful and people are being put in danger and people are lying and stuff. Well,
1: I kind of said that because when Lena is dancing on the building a little bit after that, it says that he was looking up and he, like, wondered what it would be like if he was up there, you know?
0: Mhm. So would you say that there's, like, a bit of jealousy in him when he's wondering that, or...? or not, is- like, jealousy.
1: Like, he wants to do that, but not as in he wants to be in Lena's place. He wants to do something for I him see. to be up there like that. Yeah. Not just right like, like,
0: there. Like, he he's wishing that he could be as carefree and happy like that? Is that what you mean? Kind of, kind of. Okay, yeah. And then we learn about Dune's family life in this place. What's his home life like? What do you guys remember? Sophie, what do you remember about his home? It's
2: sad. He only has
0: his dad. Yeah, and I guess we haven't learned about his mom, why he doesn't have his mom. And then, what's what's his house like? Do you remember about the way it's described? Julian, do you remember?
1: No, no,
0: It's
2: like it, it,
0: kind of messy. Yeah, it was, like, really messy. There's stuff everywhere. The
2: Lena's
0: house. Lena's house is messy, too, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. seems like there's a trend. Almost all of the city of Ember seems like it's filled with all this old junk and stuff. They, keep they gotta re-using. make do with
2: what they have. Yeah,
0: they never get rid of anything. And now it even uh-huh. said that the trash heaps are being, like, rummaged through all the On time. On this
2: episode of Hoarders.
0: <laughs> yeah, right, they're all hoarders. Um, okay, my dune passage... This, this part stuck out to me. It says, Dune's father put a hand on Dune's back and steered him toward the corner. A great many things make you angry lately, he said. For good reason, said Dune. And then his dad says, Maybe. The trouble with anger is, it gets hold of you, and then you aren't the master of yourself anymore. Anger is. Dune walked on silently. Inwardly, he groaned. He knew what his father was going to say, and he didn't feel like hearing it. And when anger is the boss, you get... I know said Dune unintended consequences I thought this this stuck out to me because I feel like every main character is gonna change in some way or learn something I feel like this is hinting at some character flaw of Dune's that he has trouble controlling his anger you know
2: anger issues
0: and I'm guessing he's going to have to learn to manage it or, or do something with his anger as opposed maybe to... Maybe that
2: has something to do with, like, his past or something.
0: Oh, like that's why he has trouble controlling his anger? Yeah, maybe. Like, like, what could that be? Maybe it's something to do with his mom not being there or something, right?
2: Or the city, maybe. Right,
0: yeah. All right, let's get to this next part. These are just short passages that we found interesting for whatever reason. All right, what What'd you pick, Sophie?
2: So, on page 43, it says, I don't know she said. She gave Lena a long look. Her eyes, Lena thought, looked a little sad. They are deep brown, almost the color of the earth in the garden bed. Clary put a hand in her pocket and drew something out. Look, she said, and the palm of her hand was a white bean. Something in the seed knows how to make a bean plant. How does it know that? I don't know, said Lena, staring at the hard, flat bean. It knows because it has life in it, said Clary. But where does life come from? What is life? (laughs) Lena could see that words were welling up in Clary now. Her eyes were bright. Her cheeks were rosy.
0: Why would you pick that?
2: It just gave a lot of description, and it just stood out to me.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you picked that, because I thought that part was really cool. I like the questions that Clary is asking, you know?
2: What is life?
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: Nowadays, you can just search that up on Google.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But it, it, it emphasized to me how little these people know, that they've been, like, almost brainwashed from living in this town their whole lives, that they don't even know anything they don't know why plants grow and things like that they don't know where they come from do they
2: even know what trees are
0: (laughs) they i don't think so i guess well she knows about plants right but i don't think do do they they know about the sun i don't think so
2: because under that it says take a lamp for instance
0: yeah so their only idea of light comes from like electric light that people make there's also do you remember when um lena buys the colored pencils And she's like, I know that this image I have of this city has color in it, unlike the city I live in now. Uh And she picks out colors, and she picks green and blue. She's like, that's what I'm envisioning in my head. And I wonder if she, like, has some guess.
2: Wait, wait. What if it has something to do with her past? Oh. Like, what if she was born somewhere else? Or what if the city was different before?
0: Yeah, and she just doesn't really remember it that well. Yeah. All right, let's move on to Julian's pick. What did you pick for your your interesting passage?
1: Grandma Enlightenment. When she was digging through everything, trying oh, yeah. to find it.
0: Uh-huh. Why'd you pick
1: that? Just the way she was just looking for it, like, even though she didn't know what it was.
0: It shows the importance of it.
2: And, yeah. the, and the fact that she didn't care if she got hurt.
0: When she was digging through the closet and all that? yeah. Have you guys ever known someone who's really old and is, like, losing their memory and things like that? My, I,
2: I, I know. I know sure. Uh, my I know my grandma awesome. had
0: Alzheimer's, and she would be like that, where she would not remember what we did an hour ago, but she could tell you the name of the baseball team when she was that she was on when she was 10 years old. And that's what I kind of was reminded of with this grandma here. She's like, I remember this thing from when I was really young, and she can't stop thinking about it, you know?
2: It's like that song that stuck in your head, but you can't remember the rest of the lyrics.
0: Yeah, right. And it's like, it drives you crazy. Or,
2: in like, in some instances, like, I can have it in my mind over and over and over again, and then, like, another second, I'll be like, wait, what was the beginning?
0: <laughs> right. And unlike <laughs> us, she can't just Google the answer. She's like, I have to find oh. the answer. I will dig through my closet to oh, find I
2: it. I will search through mountains,
0: <laughs> if yeah. they know what that is. The passage that I picked was... This is, this is, remember how the, the lights went out? And then they stayed out for a really long time? and then Like they came four, back four on. and a half minutes? Yeah, and Lena had lost Poppy for a little bit. This is right after that, it says, it was strange how people didn't talk much about the blackout. Power failures usually aroused lively discussion with clumps of people collecting on corners and saying to each other, where were you when it happened? And what's the matter with the electricians? We should kick them out and get new ones. <laughs> and that sort of thing. This time it was just the opposite. When Lena went to work the next morning, the street was oddly silent. People walked quickly, their eyes on the ground. Those who did stop to talk spoke in low voices then hurried on their way. I picked this because-
2: Silent Hill vibes. Or a quiet place.
0: Oh, when everybody's walking real quietly and not making noises and stuff. Because they can't? Yeah. Or monsters gonna go. I picked this because I thought it was interesting that I said, usually after the blackouts, people don't take it that seriously they just like complain for a little bit and then move on and it reminds me of the way we kind of treat things today I
2: think they kind of have gotten like more scared
0: yeah I think that this the length of time it was this time they were like this is seriously scary and I'm not just going to complain like something has to be done and they're scared it's like when you
2: when you're it's like midnight and you're in your room alone and all of a sudden you hear like your door (laughs) be knocked on and then you're like
0: you just sit there and wait for like five minutes straight. Yeah.
2: Is anything else going to happen? <laughs> Hello?
0: <laughs> We've got things in our world like uh, global warming and stuff like that, right? And Political we, issues. We complain about it, but a lot of people just stop there. They just complain or they say, yeah, this is terrible. And where they were they you when that thing it. happened? And then we just move on with our day. And this is like that moment where people, suddenly it goes past that and people are like, Oh. I, I, we have to do something right now. This is, like, the breaking point. So that's kind of what I was thinking of. It, it, Julian, do you have any thoughts on this topic?
1: Kind of the same as you, you know? How so? <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, <Yeah>. no, no, no. <laughs> it's just, like, everyone just does stuff. <laughs> yeah. They don't yeah, think about yeah. it. They just do it. Mm-hmm. Stuff it's like, happens to them, and they, they don't even think about it.
0: It's like the characters, the, the inhabitants of this whole city might have a character arc in this story where the whole city's gonna realize we can't just keep going about our lives the same way. We can't just
2: Fight procrastinate, the mayor. you know. Fight the mayor.
0: Fight <laughs> right, they're really the mayor. rising up against the mayor. Fight they like threw the stuff mayor. at him at that meeting and all that.
2: Kill the mayor. Whoa. Well, <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay, so let's list two to three things that we want to discuss with the group. Um, what what was one of the things that you wrote down, Julie? Clary's backstory. I um, said
2: Julie. I don't care. <laughs> I changed my name.
1: I don't know. Just the fact that, like, the papers, they're all ripped up now. Like, it was built up that they were probably going to find it, and then they were going to, like, do whatever they were going to do with it, and yeah. then the papers get ripped up.
0: In that moment when it, uh, it was describing there was a box next to Poppy and... She went up to it. How did she even like, oh, get the, the box. box open? And then it said there was paper stripped. I was like, oh, no, Poppy.
2: How did she even open the box?
0: That's a great question.
2: Actually, no, I think it already opened. Because remember like, in the beginning yeah. it said it clicked?
0: Yeah. Huh. I don't know. What were you going to say, Julian? Um, my second one yeah. I
1: like the most. It's darkness and the insane. What do you mean? There was a study that just put people in darkness
0: Mm-hmm. And, and like, they there.
1: were just driven to the brink of insane, which is like exactly yeah, what happened insanity? with that one dude. Shut up. <laughs> um, With that one dude, you know, like Sag, I think his name was. Mm-hmm. And he was like screaming about the rats. Now they were huge and like the rocks were sharp. And like, it also makes you think like, if everything was just dark, you wouldn't be able to walk from like five feet without like falling or something. Yeah. Every space we have is so confined that, like, if you just remove such a great element of your life, you won't be able to function.
0: hmm I was thinking about that part, too. When, when Sage goes out into the darkness and he's describing all of that, I was thinking... Well, actually, I have tons of questions about that. Uh, are we underground? That was my theory earlier, that this whole city's underground. But now I'm not really sure. What do you think?
2: I mean, I'm pretty sure it's rained before because how are they going to get water and the well there's place. a river
0: they right? have the river but couldn't the river be like it's part of like a sewage system or something yeah
2: but how'd the water get in the river if there's no rain
0: well maybe it's coming up from above ground and filtering through the ground down to them or something there's like but underground then the water rivers. would be disgusting originally still yeah
1: what i thought like the last time i was so quiet because i was researching on subterranean rivers and i was like <laughs> wait they might be and then i was like wait no because it goes underground under them
0: Mm. And yeah. I was like confused
1: because I thought it was like so it was I'm, above
0: them. I'm beginning to think then that they they maybe aren't above or they aren't underground, but for some reason there is absolutely no light left. Like maybe the the, the sky is so clouded that there's you can't <laughs> the sun won't shine through the clouds or something anymore.
2: Can't God God's flashlight accidentally ran
0: out. I wonder. It, they can't be right about venturing into the darkness because they said in like, even in the City of Ember book
2: Wait, maybe no one comes out because they end up finding a better town. Like
0: they the like people that walk leave? until
1: they yeah. find like oh. an actual place.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I was wondering is like, how far away is some other place if there is another place? Because they, it, they can't be right that there's no other place. They're saying we are the only light in the whole universe. It's like, really? Wow. Are Lena and Dune going to venture into the unknown? That's my question. That's my guess. That's uh, yeah, I figure that they, they have to. That's gotta be where the story goes. And then if they do, what's your prediction as to what's gonna happen when they venture into the unknown? The unknown regions.
1: Well, either they're gonna find a new place but like it's more modern, it has actual stuff. Um, and I think maybe, like, the town will just completely shut down to, due to the peoples. They they don't believe in Lena and Dune. So eventually, like, Lena and Dune just leave. Or they take all of the townspeople and just head off.
0: Yeah. Well, it does Like,
1: seem- Dune invents, like, flashlights, and then they just leave.
0: <laughs> it seems like the townspeople don't believe that there's anything out in the unknown regions because they've been told that over and over again. So let's say the instructions say go out into the unknown regions.
2: I mean Elsa didn't want to. Elsa? I can hear you, but I won't. Some look for trouble while others don't.
0: What was what was the thing that you wanted to bring up? You talked oh, about yeah. Clary's backstory? Yeah,
2: Clary's back backstory.
0: why did that stick out? She seems
2: way too wise.
0: She's a big thinker, you know?
2: She's a big She
0: thinker.
1: knows something.
0: Yeah. She
2: has, she's a thoughter.
1: Actually, the way she could predict that the dude was, like, from coming back from the darkness. And you know how we didn't hear her whisper something? Like, the one thing she said to him? Yeah. That could have been her, like, so did you see anything?
0: Yeah.
1: Maybe she sent him out.
0: Yeah. And maybe- now he's
1: gone insane.
0: Maybe there's, like, a network of people in town that, like, keep venturing out and trying it, and Clary's part of that network of people or something. I'm still thinking this has got to be a post-apocalypse thing. It's got to be.
2: No, I don't think so. Hmm.
0: Hmm. The thing I wanted to bring up was this passage. I thought it was kind of interesting. It This is Dune when he's, like, in his room, and he's taking care of some bugs. It says... If he put them in a box, they scrambled around for a few days and then died. This worm, though, was different. It seemed perfectly happy to live in the box Dune had made for it. I brought this up because this thing that Dune is realizing about these bugs, it applies to the people of the city of Ember. He's saying, if he put them in a box, they scrambled around for a few days and then died. You get what I'm saying? You get what I'm getting at here, Julian?
1: Kind of like... Like, they can't stay in Ember.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That stuck out to me because if if they're going to spend a whole page talking about bugs, I'm like, there's got to be significance to this bug stuff. They wouldn't just throw this in the story if it doesn't relate to anything. So I was like, maybe this is a theme thing that they're really trying to bring out there. So that's what I was thinking about. Well, I think that's a good place to end our discussion today. So we're going to read up to chapter 14. We're not going to read chapter 14. Oh, okay. We're going to read chapters 7 through one, 13. Okay. Yeah. Okay, listeners, that was our discussion. Tune in next time for the next section of the book. Say bye.
2: Bye.